Welcome to Commons and Chronicles, the podcast where we talk about all the best creative commons and reusable open game license content. If you need resources for your creative writing, game design, or you just love lore, Commons and Chronicles is for you. Hey everyone, Klaatu here. We're going to continue with the Gods of Porphyra. If you don't have a copy of the Gods of Porphyra, and you like what you have been hearing in the Gods of Porphyra, why not go pick up a copy? You can do that at drivethroughrpg.com slash product slash 102872. It's drivethroughrpg.com. You can get it as a PDF or a book. And it is well worth it. It's by a company called Purple Duck Games, which I have no affiliation with. I'm just uh, just talking about their Creative Commons content here, or their open game content, actually. And uh, I think it's worth supporting, because it's, it's a lot of really great content. And it's just so darn smart to make a pantheon of gods that everyone can use. I think that's just a brilliant move on their part. So anyway, we're going to talk about the chaotic evil god Rajuk. Amangor. This is a great one. This is a really cool one. I really enjoyed this. So, the Rajuk is called the Dark Maw, or the Black Hood, or the Last Dancer. He is the god of death, undeath, and assassins. His worshippers are assassins, doomsayers, and necromancers. His alignment is chaotic evil. His domains are art, chaos, death, and evil. His subdomains are demon, devil, movement, and undead. His favored weapon is, is the short sword, and his favored animal is the death's head hawk moth. Rajik lived a long, long time ago. He started out as a... It doesn't actually say that he was a human child, so I shouldn't say as a human child. He started out as a child, a, a mortal child, and he lived... He doesn't remember a whole lot about it, but he, he remembers that he he lived in the time of just after the calling and during the new god wars so this was an age of of just endless wonder and an endless possibility in terms of what could happen to your campaign setting and and how the world could form and and as much good as could happen also obviously just as much evil could happen so this this child, um, it, it, this is all told in the pages of a book called The Black Dance. It's considered a, a blasphemous book. It's an unholy book, except to the followers of R Rajuk Amangor. But it tells of this child named Rajuk, and he, he, as a child he remembers only hunger, cold, darkness, dampness, decay, detritus, never being good enough, never being fast enough, never being strong enough essentially a refugee in the wars of both secular and divine worlds. He was, he was in that weird spot of being both simultaneously ignored and reviled at the same time. You can't be reviled if you're being ignored, and yet, and yet that's, that's how it is. And some of you might know what I'm talking about. This, this might sound familiar to some people. And it's a very real problem in our world, unfortunately. And that's who Rajuk was. That was the slot that he fit into. One night, as Rajuk, the small child, cowered in an alleyway, he could see divine light crackling in the sky, and he could hear the shouts of war and defiant arcane magic. 
knowing nothing but fear, he he hid. And as he hid it here in this in this alleyway, gods passed by. The dark hid him from them. But behind him, there was a fissure in time and a hole in space. And this hole filled up with a beautiful seed, which, as it turns out, was just the embryonic form of a godling, possibly summoned by the calling itself. The seed opened, revealing a lithe, beautiful humanoid of being born to dance, and in dancing, perhaps heal the, the universe. Well, little Roderick happened to have a splinter of steel in his hand, and he skewered the god seed before it could fully unfold, stole the divine essence from this from this newborn god, and became Roderick Amangor, no longer afraid, no longer beaten, but the one to be feared. Roderick Amangor's church has several orders, all of which claim Roderick as their as their patron. All choose one or two distinct ideologies. First, there are those that embrace Roderick in all aspects, knowing full well the nature of their dark god, whether they're mad or coerced by promises of divine favor, they accept everything. And then there are also the death cults that see Roderick as the amoral end of all things, a winding down of the universe, the end of the great dance. Both are traditionally avoided by good, rational people, although the, the latter ideology, the, the one about the winding down of, of everything, is tolerated by the Rajuki dancers, which is an assassin's guild. They identify themselves when necessary by wearing um, a black hood. The Holy Assassin's Guild are led by a black bishop who rules the dancers from a black throne and whose identity is never revealed to any of the members. The traditional clergy of Rajak Amangor are ruled over by a different black bishop who is in turn served by the Council of Grim Cardinals. The cardinals are served by the Mordant Vicars who oversee the Doom Priests that make up the General Assembly of Dark Clerics. Sentient undead serve in the clergy, but never in a rank any higher than a mordant vicar. The undead created by Rajuki are known as black dancers. Spell preparation rituals are almost like a dance, although from the description I would, I would assume that it's more akin to, for instance, Tai Chi or some martial movement like that than what you or I would probably think of if, if we heard someone's going to go dancing. They also chant along with the ritual. It's not something that they typically perform for people. It's, it's something that if, if you're witnessing it as an outsider, you're probably, it's probably the last thing you're seeing. But when they're preparing their spells every morning or every night or whatever, that's, that's what they're doing. And, and these movements do double as a physical exercise to train the, the body to kill. And Rajuki are usually in superb physical condition. Even though they love death, they're, they're quite... They're very much alive. They're very healthy. Mindless undead typically hold the trappings of ceremony in temples and cult hideouts. Of course, there are two religious traits you get if you're following Rajuk Amangor. There's the unmerciful blade. Killing is second nature to you and is at the core of his dark ministry. You deal additional damage on a critical hit with short swords equal to the critical hit modifier. This damage is added and not multiplied. Corpse Friend 
The Walking Dead hold no terrors for you, being merely dancing partners in the last dance. You gain a plus two trait bonus to diplomacy checks versus sentient undead such as vampires and wraiths. Roderick Amangor, depending on your leaning, he is so metal or he is so goth. It's perfect. He is the perfect chaotic evil god for someone who loves the aesthetic of everything that's good turned upside down. It's great. I mean, unfortunately, he is chaotic evil, which means that it's not just the trappings of everything dark. It's, it's actually everything dark, you know? It's, it's raising people up from the dead against their will to have them do stuff for you. Greedy, evil, selfish stuff like that that, that even the, the most lovable, playable character just couldn't really get away with doing with any kind of good conscience. So I don't really see Rajuk Amangor entering the player pantheon, the, the, you know, the personal pantheon of a player. That said, I could see it being, I could see it being the pantheon of a really, really awesome non-player character who is maybe, you know, helpful at least to some certain extent or to some end for the player characters. I could definitely see that being really, really great. Or if you just wanted to play it as it's, as, as it is written, chaotic evil then that's that that's easy to do as well i mean you've got a bunch of necromancy happening and no one actually wanting it to occur so it's good material to work with the story of little rajak how he was a sort of an outcast i guess is really what he was it just makes him so darn sympathetic at least in my view so it's it's really hard to to acknowledge that he is truly chaotic evil but i mean that is that's his story so so and that's his domains so it's it's something that i i guess one has to reconcile <laughs> you, you, it, he is evil and i i cannot allow myself to like him all that much just because he happens to exude metal or goth or whatever so Yes, he's an evil god. I really like him, though. I think his story is cool. I think it makes him sympathetic. I think he he and his ilk could be a really great set of bad guys. And in spite of, like, exactly the opposite of what I was saying in our previous Chaotic Evil God uh, episode, where I was saying, oh, Mal is, is really easy to make... He's just bad for, for the sake of being bad. It's so easy. You can just throw him in with whatever evil warlike group that you need to come attack people, and it's super easy. In spite of what I said there, this is the perfect kind of, like, sympathetic bad guy that would actually, once you got to that final boss battle, it'd be kind of difficult to to go through with it, possibly. You'd, you'd almost need a little bit of an extra push, because you just keep thinking, well... Maybe he could be reformed. Maybe he's not all that bad. Maybe we could... I mean, not Rajak himself, probably. I mean, unless you are fighting a god. But, I mean, just like maybe his high priest, you know? Maybe just there's so much outcast and they've been wronged so thoroughly that maybe maybe they're not really evil. And so it could really be... You know, they could play on that that sympathy, too. They could They could be aware that you are sympathetic and try to manipulate you through that that sympathy. So that's that's Rajak Amangor. A great name, a great backstory, great aesthetic. I really don't see what there's not to like, other than the fact that he will raise your corpse from the dead and make you do his bidding. Until next time.
That's it for this week's episode. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Klaatu. You can reach me uh, via email at klaatu at member.fsf.org. You can also usually catch me in IRC as not Klaatu. I'm on the Freenode Network. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.